Hello, I am Joshua P. Warren, and this is Joshua P. Warren Daily. Here's a question that people ask me from time to time that I also see occasionally addressed in the media. Is it possible that certain humans throughout history, like Leonardo da Vinci or Nikola Tesla or Thomas Edison, were actually aliens? And we're talking, of course, about folks who were acknowledged for being super geniuses. And, by the way, I'm not only mentioning men because of some uh, bias. It would make sense to me that if an alien were going to sort of appear and put on a man suit or a human suit, uh, obviously the alien would pick a man because men have much, much less complicated bodies. If I were a comedian, I could make some jokes as well right now, but I'm not a comedian, so I won't. But it's it's much easier to put on the guise of a man than a woman, which is, as it turns out, one of the reasons a lot of people believe that the Patterson Bigfoot film shows an authentic Bigfoot, because the Patterson Bigfoot has large breasts, and that would be uh, much more complicated to to manufacture into a suit for a number of reasons. It's going to be heavier. It's it's got to it's got to move naturally. You know. So there's no doubt about it. If you were going to come here in in some kind of guise, pretending to be a human, uh, your your best bet is to pick the man suit instead of the the, the woman suit, especially if the whole thing literally has to function. My God much less complicated but all right let's let's you know take this seriously and let's think about this for a minute let's just take one of those people leonardo da vinci okay so the other night i was watching one of the episodes of ancient aliens and they were uh, raising this question could leonardo da vinci have been an alien because 500 years ago, he knew how to do things that still amaze us. All right, let's talk about that for a second. So, da Vinci was born, as you ought to know, in Italy in the year 1452. So, he was born 40 years before Columbus discovered the New World. And when da Vinci died, he was 67 years old. In fact, if you sit down and you look at his life, which I'm doing right now, it says here that uh, when he died at the age of 67, which I suppose was quite a while uh, back in those days, that uh, they believe he died from a series of strokes. And so... In accordance with his will, 60 beggars followed his casket. That's pretty strange, isn't it? But right now, they're they're still trying to figure out where his remains are. Uh, According to the Wikipedia article, um, he was put into a chapel, and then that chapel was destroyed somehow. And while excavating the site in 1863... A poet 
wrote that they had found a partially complete skeleton and stone fragments uh, bearing an inscription that looked like his name and the unusually large skull led them to conclude that they had located the remains of Leonardo. That's interesting, isn't it? But to this day, nobody's exactly sure about his remains. I just thought it was interesting when I read that, that they were talking about the big head. He had a big head. Got to be an alien. But, uh, you know, Da Vinci, uh, he he was certainly a special person. There's no doubt about it. I mean, uh, the first paragraph of his article here, it says, He was an Italian polymath of the Renaissance, whose areas of interest included invention, painting, sculpting, architecture, science, music, mathematics, engineering, literature, anatomy, geology, astronomy, botany, writing, history, and cartography. And he has been variously called the father of paleontology, ichnology, and architecture, and is widely considered one of the greatest painters of all times, sometimes credited with the inventions of the parachute, the helicopter, the tank. He epitomized the Renaissance humanist ideal. And of course, I could go on and on, but I presume that you know you know who Leonardo da Vinci was. What's kind of interesting is that uh, a few years ago, an article made some headlines about his creation of automatons. Uh, I mean, that's that's pretty wild. You know, basically an automaton is a robot. And w- one of the most interesting things in, in my life is coming into contact occasionally with an automaton, uh, a machine that convincingly moves like a real person. Uh, he was famous da vinci for one particular automaton uh that he designed they say around 1495 i'm looking at a picture of it it looks like a knight a knight in armor and the actual designs like like his notes for this this actual design uh, was discovered in in sketchbooks in the 1950s and Apparently, this knight, which was displayed there at the court of Milan, could stand, sit, raise its visor, independently maneuver its arms, and had an anatomically correct jaw. And the the entire robotic system was operated by a series of pulleys and cables. But in that particular episode of uh, Ancient Aliens I was watching, they were focusing on the lion that he created. And he actually created a a complete automaton of a lion that was displayed in France there for the king of France. And at that point, people had never seen such a thing in that town. And when he created the automaton of this lion walking around, and even today when you watch the video of the recreation of this automaton, it's amazing. It's amazing to see how this thing moves and creeps around. And in this article in Reuters, they said that now that they have the recreation of this thing, um, you, you watch it and you realize why the people at that time 
said they were terrified of it. It, it was so foreign to their experience that they believed that, that it, it had life in some way, that it was real in some way. Interestingly enough, the article also goes on to say that uh, to, sh- to just show you know how much he was into creating presentation uh, at that time, whether it be on stage or whatever. It says in 1518, for the set of a play performed for the monarch, he amazed the audience by recreating the night sky over the stage, complete with constellations and planets. So yeah, the list of stuff that he was into goes on and on. He was a very curious guy who was able to, you know, take things and technically reduce them into something that he could work with that would create a real effect. And in the day before, not just the internet, but I'm talking the days before people had widespread access to libraries, uh, he was he was really out there experimenting all the time. And everybody says that his view on things was actually quite empirical. Now, let, let me just, you know, I'm going to take a sidestep here for a minute because it's it's kind of funny. I was watching this TV show about these automatons that he created. And it reminded me that my brother-in-law, Charles Munson, said that he was in Las Vegas several years ago and he and his wife Shelley went to the shops outside Caesar's Palace and there was an automaton attraction like a show like a live free show that they would do there for you occasionally like maybe every hour on the hour and uh, there's a bunch of stuff to do here in Las Vegas and so I said you know what Lauren why don't we go to Caesar's Palace we were in the area yesterday I was uh, visiting a um, a t-shirt company i have a big project coming up that is going to demand a lot of t-shirt printing and i'm considering offers right now if you're with a t-shirt company and you want to send me your best pitch then, well, this is a good time to do it because i've got a big project coming up anyway um we were near caesar's palace and i said let's go see this show so lauren and i we we went there um, we had a couple of shots, got uh, good and loosey-goosey, and then we went down there at, uh, again, it's every hour on the hour for, I don't know, from like 10 a.m. to 11 p.m., and all of a sudden you see in the middle of these shops this miraculous display. You see the, the fountains that are there in large flames start shooting up these automatons of humans start moving around and eventually there's a dragon that comes up and I'm looking at this and I'm saying wow this is amazing isn't it because I'm thinking about those people 500 years ago who saw that lion just walk down the hallway and were so freaked out that they were, you know, they didn't understand what the hell to do. And now here I am seeing this display with booming voices and lights and, and again, fountains and fire. And, I mean, 
And I thought to myself, wow, that was just amazing, wasn't it? Lauren and I both thought it was incredible. And then I got on the internet to look up what it said about it, and I couldn't believe uh, some of these reviews from these people who were saying, oh, that sucked. That just sucked, you know. I mean, it's a free show. It's a free show. And there are people who, who stand there to watch this free show where you see automatons moving around with fire and, and water and dragons, and, and they're like, ah, that was a piece of shit, you know, one star. And I don't know, I don't know what has happened to human expectation when I see stuff like that. You know, I own the Haunted Asheville Ghost Tours in Asheville, North Carolina, which is, I believe, the most popular and successful walking tour in the state of North Carolina. And that's saying a lot, because when you get to to the southeastern part of the United States, the walking tour business is very competitive. I mean, you you drive four hours from Asheville, you're in Charleston, South Carolina. Uh, You go a couple hours beyond that, you're in Savannah, Georgia. Then, of course, you get into Florida, where we have Orlando and Disney World and Universal Studios. So, I'm fortunate to have a very successful business in a highly competitive part of the United States. And I look at the reviews that people leave on TripAdvisor every day, and most of them, you know, 98% of them are great. That's why we have these awards that we receive every year. But then you get people who will just come on sometimes, and they will say the dumbest stuff. They'll say the dumbest stuff. I mean, um, sometimes they are literally reviewing somebody else's tour. And, and, and they'll put it on my page. I had a woman one time who said that she had a, a terrible tour that I gave her the night before. And I'd been in Puerto Rico for six months. I'm sitting there listening uh, to audio and looking at reviews from you know here i am 1500 miles away okay i'm doing radio interviews i'm conducting the business remotely and i'm sitting here seeing this woman leave this review saying i gave her a bad tour the night before and i thought my goodness people have to be more responsible you've got to be more responsible when you leave these reviews make sure that you're leaving the review for the right place so anyway You know, I wrote this book called Use the Force, A Jedi's Guide to the Law of Attraction. And I talk about the importance of staying positive because it's sympathetic resonance. And always projecting a positive mindset out there. And I really do try every day to do that. And you should try as well because you have to try. You have to work at it because when you see... The world we're living in right now, when people can go experience something that's, you know, free and sit down and go, one star, that sucks. Well, we're just living in a world of assholes. Okay. Now, I'm not saying everybody's an asshole, but there are plenty, plenty of assholes out there. And it's okay. It's okay to acknowledge that. 
Um, you don't have to live your life like an ostrich with your head stuck in the sand. It's okay to realize that there are a lot of assholes out there. But we are in this together. And, you know, the fact that you listen to this podcast, I've talked about this before, means that you are part of a particular family of people. And those are people who are, I believe, smarter, sharper, more logical, more open-minded, people who are smart enough to realize how wondrous all of this is and how how little that we really know about it and so if you think that i've just been rambling here for the past few minutes let me tie this all together for you i believe that we are just like leonardo da vinci or nikola tesla or thomas edison i think they would be a part of this because you don't have to be an alien in order to see what is clearly there in front of you. I'm talking about logic and empirical thinking, and people will often take that and they will blow it out of proportion and say, well, this is just somebody who's into fantasy land. Well, hey, the world's a pretty fantastic place, isn't it? It's an amazing place, and, and we should be humble. And if you are smart, if you're smart, you can look at what's in front of you in life and be amazed by it. And it, and it will blow your mind every single day. So I don't think that Da Vinci and Tesla and Edison and guys like that were aliens. I just think that they looked at what was in front of them, but they also had enough imagination to realize how wonderful and wondrous this entire life experience is. So, I I know, I know what it's like uh, to have people out there who just aren't going to be pleased, and right now maybe you're dealing with that in your life somewhere, somehow, there's so, just somebody in your life who's just not going to be happy. Well... There's nothing you can do about that. But think about yourself and just know that you're not alone when it comes to the camaraderie of those of us who do see that there is a pathway through this life that's full of wonder. And, you know, I hate to say this because, um, you know, you you get just bombarded with politics all, all the time. And so I've made a conscious decision not to discuss things that are political or raise hackles and all that when it comes to a, a lot of political stuff. But um, I have a friend who, who did a Facebook post the other day and she has a medical condition. And she said, uh, my insurance will not cover the cost of this tube of ointment that's going to make me feel better. And uh, it cost over $900 for this tube of ointment. And I don't know why her insurance won't cover it, but her insurance won't cover it. And I ask myself all the time, why is it that here in the United States that we have allowed ourselves to live in this environment where our politicians and our insurance companies and all that will uh, be able to just, you know, run amok? Uh, Why don't we have some kind of limit on how much you can charge for something like a tube of ointment uh, 
that will make somebody feel better. So again, I only bring this up because, hey, it's a part of life, and I don't have to always talk about paranormal stuff on this show. I can talk about whatever I want to. That's why it's called Joshua P. Warren Daily. So, you're not an alien, if you're smart. Um, You are just here, seeing a sharper, clearer view of what the heck is going on around you. And it's important, I think, for other people to know that you're one of them and they're one of you, so to speak. And uh, it, it, it means a lot when you contact somebody or you, you just smile and say something nice to somebody. Uh, let them know that they're not alone, that uh, we live in a system that does try to sway you, brainwash you, control you. That's the essence of how the how the whole system is set up but it doesn't have to be that way on a day-to-day level so take today call somebody email somebody message somebody however you do it message just just one person just one person today and say hey i'm thinking about you how you doing is there anything i can do to help you just try it out and it's kind of sad that we think that super intelligent beings have to be aliens. No, uh, you can be a human and use your mind and do amazing things and make this entire world a better place. Uh, I have to run, but today is, of course, uh, a very busy day. I have a lot going on this week. My goodness, I, you just don't even know the stuff I'm going to be telling you about. In, um, in the next few days. If you go to joshuapwarren.com, joshuapwarren.com, you'll find a link to this podcast. It's called Joshua P. Warren Daily. It's always short. It's always free. You can subscribe through various means or just follow me on Twitter at Joshua P. Warren, and I will tweet when a new one is available. So that's it for today. Thank you for listening. Thank you for your support. Thank you for your interest. Thank you for staying curious, and I will talk to you again soon.